this was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. But the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast. And spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge, and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg, and I look over, and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reach my hand into this bush, and I touch air. Couldn't breathe, and I couldn't move, because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. Listening to The Confessionals, I am your host, Tony Merkel. Thank you for being here. If you've had an encounter or a story you'd like to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. If you want more shows every week, every Thursday we drop bonus episodes to members on the website. So if you want to hear all the previous member shows and all the future member shows, and even this Thursday's member show, go to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. And if you want some emergency preparedness food, we do offer that at preparewiththeconfessionals.com. You never know when there's going to be a supply chain shortage, civil unrest, or just a bad weather catastrophe that knocks out the supply chain in your area, and you're going to wish you and your family had that food that was ready to go for emergencies. That's preparewiththeconfessionals.com. We offer food that lasts up to 25 years on the shelf. And if you get a four-week supply, we will knock $100 off for you right away. That's preparewiththeconfessionals.com. Now we have Wes coming on the show. And Wes today is going to be sharing his experiences with seeing these different entities throughout his life. And here's the thing with Wes. He travels a lot. He did a lot of traveling. And these things keep popping up, which makes you feel like they're following him. Or maybe he's just able to see things that other people really can't see or don't want to see. Let's bring on Wes right now. So Wes, you're in Michigan, right? Yep. uh, Southern part of Michigan, close to Ohio. Uh, about an hour south of Detroit, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were talking about Detroit a little bit earlier. I used to drive, well, I drove Chuck up there for about a week helping one of our terminals out. And I tell you, it was a different experience for sure. Like, uh, well, well, that's a, that's a Hammer Lane Legends podcast. That's not a confessionals podcast, but, uh, so you've had different experiences throughout your life and, um, we're going to kind of jump into it here. And I know you said that you kind of just want to run through some of these experiences and stuff. So I'm just going to hand it over to you, my friend, and let you kind of take it away and see where things go today. All right. That sounds good. Well, with like my family or whatever, there's like, I guess some stuff kind of like some weird senses that we have. I think that I'm a little bit more in tune with it because I'm open-minded with everything. A lot of other people, I don't think they like to believe in this stuff. But either way, there's some weird stuff that goes on. And it's always at nighttime. And I feel like it's at the time where we could be sleeping or waking up from a deep sleep, stuff like that. So we... I guess we moved around a lot when I was young. 
So we lived two different houses. Finally, when I was about 16, we moved into this house and small little house out in the country. It was real nice. And, uh, I remember this is where, this is where the first story I guess would come from. I was staying in this room and it was upstairs. I got to say that because later on we built rooms and I had a room in the downstairs. But when I was upstairs, I remember I was dating this girl and, uh, I decided to paint my room and I painted it all black and orange. I don't know why, but so that kind of makes it a little like creepier what happened. So I'm in this, I'm sleeping one night and, uh, I don't know. It's like maybe two in the morning, something like that. I think I had school the next day. I was in high school. And uh, like I said, all black, all black room. And my bed, it was the foot of the bed was facing this window, the only window in my room. And over on the left by the window was uh, a computer desk that I had with my computer that I used to make music on, make beats and stuff. So anyways. I was laying there sleeping and it really tripped me out. So I wake up out of nowhere and I see like this clear figure, which I got to say that too, because the other stuff I've seen, they all change. This one was the figure of a body. There's no face, no clothes, nothing like that you can see. It was like clearish white and it was just standing there. So at first, you know, I'm like, Am I really seeing this? You know, is this the moonlight? Because obviously the moonlight's coming through, but I can see the outline of something. Somebody's standing there like a body. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? So anyways, I'm staring at it for a while, just freaked out. And uh, it starts moving, like it starts walking towards me. And I swear to God, I see it like turn around and it sits on my bed. And I felt the weight of a person. And that's that's how I knew it was real. Like, my bed went down. So, laying there, looking and looking at this thing, sitting on my bed, and I could feel the weight of it. I'm freaked out. Like, I don't even want to sound like that, but I was, like, holding my, holding my covers. I couldn't even move. I was so scared. Anyway, so, it's sitting there. I can't move or nothing. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just trying to pretend like I'm asleep or something, so it'll just go away. Next thing you know, it stands back up and you feel the weight come back off of the bed. It goes over by the computer desk and it starts like moving my computer chair, like basically twisting, turning it or whatever, like it was going to sit down in it. It stops. Then it walks towards a window and like out of the window and disappears and is gone. And I can't move. Like even after it was gone, you know, because I'm like, oh, my God, is it going to come back? What is that? What did I just see? But I can't move. I'm freaked out. I can't go back to sleep. Nothing. I just ended up laying there, I think, for a few hours. So this is like the first incident in this house. And like I said, I'm probably 16, 17 years old, somewhere around there. That's the first real incident that I can remember thoroughly. So I try to tell people about it, you know, I'd be like, oh, I told my mom, I'm like, mom, I seen a ghost last night. I swear to God, you know, she's like, oh, my God, you did not see no ghost. You know, you were probably just sleeping, blah, blah, blah. So after that, I'm like, oh, my God, like scared to sleep. You know, I'm kind of freaked out. Like, what is going on? Is this thing in this house? Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know what to think. So. After all that, you know, I'm like, had my, my thoughts stirring around in my head about this house. Nothing much happened after a while, though. Eventually, like I said, uh, we built some rooms in the basement. And this basement is like an unfinished basement. You know, it's just concrete walls, everything like that. So we built some rooms. The rooms have no windows in them. So, and added onto that, it's like you have to walk outside into the garage and then there's a stairwell that goes down to the basement. It's not like you just go into the basement. I had to go out to the garage to get down there. So anyways, I move into this room downstairs. Now there's a room to the left, which was, uh, 
my brother moved to the right, uh, the room on the right. That was me. And, uh, this is where things really started getting weird in that room. So, and like I said, there's no window, so it's pitch black in there as if the other room wasn't dark enough, but at least there was a window. But, okay, so this this incident down here is the one that really, I don't know, trips me out and really changed my mind on the whole thing. Because, like I said, the first one I seen upstairs, it was the figure of a person, but it was clear. You know, it's like you can tell it's a person, but you can see through it. There's no facial features, nothing like that. So anyways, down in this room, this is, uh, I don't even know how to say it. It's crazy. Down in this room one night, I'm sleeping or whatever, and my bed is on the on the floor. Like, I didn't have a bed frame or anything like that. I just had a mattress and a box spring on the floor. And uh, I have a dog, too. I was going to tell you that at that point her name was juice and uh she's down there sleeping with me or whatever and i wake up pitch black and standing over me is this person it's like a a man which i gotta figure out how to explain this so uh when i painted that room black the girl that i was dating at that time she lived about a mile away from me and I was real close with her and her family. My family's real close with her family. And she's got her, she lived with her mom, dad and her brother or whatever. And her dad is this huge dude. You know, he's like six, I don't know, six, four, just huge dude. And he's got this long hair, everything like that, big beard, intimidating dude. So anyways, I wake up in the middle of the night and like whenever these happen too, I don't just like mosey awake. It's like, boom, you're all the way alert. You're all the way woke up and you're looking at whatever it is. So I wake up and there's this man standing over me and it kind of had the facial features kind of like her dad. And he was tall too, just like that. But he had real long hair. He was standing over me, not on my bed, but off to the side, just looking down at me, had this long hair, a beard and was wearing all black like he had kind of like this trench coat type thing on and just had like the meanest look on his face in the world and at first look i didn't think it it looked anything like that girl's dad you know i just was like oh my god who is this so what's crazy is i think this is an actual human in my room standing over me so i wake up and i see this what i think is a human in all black, I leap out of my bed and try to grab his legs, you know, because I'm about to try to fight him or something. I try to grab his legs, boom, I miss, feeling around for him, I don't feel anything, I jump up, turn the light on, no one's in there. So that changes my whole mind on everything now. I'm like, oh my God, like the first one I seen was clear. There's nobody in my room, but that was a person. So. This looked like an actual person, like I said. So I jumped out and I tried to tackle the person. Couldn't feel nobody, obviously, turn the light on and no one's there. So this changed my whole mind on everything. Like I said, I was like, first I seen a clear thing, which I think is a ghost. And now I see a human, an actual person, but I find out it's not there. So now I'm like, okay, if I see a, a person with facial features, with clothes, looking down at me with this grimace, you know, what did I see the first time? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So, I mean, so, what, what I'm hearing is that you thought the second time was an actual person standing over you. I mean, clearly the way you reacted. But do you still think that that was an actual person or do you think that was an actual ghost now? Um, I don't know. Still, I've got some ideas on what I think. I think it was more of like a spirit, like a ghost, like an, it used to be. Well, I don't know. I guess they all used to be something or are something, but I think it was an actual, like, used to be a human and is trapped somehow. I don't know. I think it was a human. But different things that I've seen, I've seen people and then 
I think I'm pretty sure I've seen a demon. I'm pretty sure I've seen an angel. Part of me still thinks that that the first one I seen was an angel, even though I was terrified of it. I I think it might have been an angel because it was clear, you know, and it was if it's clear, it's not dark, you know, it doesn't have like a darkness about it. And this person in my room, the way it was the person, the guy was looking at me like I feel like he was mad, like evil, like dark. So I feel like that was like a bad person. And maybe the first one was an angel or a good person. I don't, I don't know. I can't tell you. That's, that's my thinking on it so far as, you know, like from what I've seen, I feel like if they have a a lighter, a lighter look about them, you know, like whitish gray or clearish, you know, I feel like they're good. And I feel like if they have a darkish entity about them, like they're bad or evil or something. Or maybe, you know, I think a lot about biblically, you know, I think about like maybe this person is in his own hell and that's why you can't move on. And maybe a person who has a a lighter or a brighter entity about them or whatever, maybe they're happy, you know, they're in their own personal heaven, but still haven't moved on. I don't know. Obviously, there's no like answers right now for all of this which is obviously why we have the show but that's that's my thinking on it is this person standing over me was a bad person yeah i mean we can only go by your experience and your intuition on it so i mean if if that's how you feel then that's how you feel uh you know and i I don't think anybody else is in a position really to kind of tell you exactly what you experienced and and what it was i think there's I think there's a lot of different explanations that it could be. And I think that sometimes we experience things and they actually might be more than just one thing. I I, th- I think what we're dealing with is very complex. And um, I, I think I think only time is on our side when it comes to the idea of maybe figuring this stuff out, because it, it's it's hard to figure this stuff out, man. People think they got together. Oh, yeah. People act like they got together and people think they, they have it all figured out. Um I wouldn't go there. So no, I think I don't know. I think it's it's all tied together somehow. We just haven't figured it out, obviously. But I think it's right in front of our faces. Whatever it is that that goes on with the paranormal, with uh, abduction scenarios, even uh, the Bigfoot scenarios, I think it's all right in front of our faces. Or maybe it's like a a, a lost a lost kind of knowledge that we used to have i don't know but like i said my thinking on it was the first one i was terrified but i think it was a good entity and the second one was not a good entity and i don't think because some people might have a haunting or something in their house and they see the same thing over and over and that that has not happened to me I always see different things and they've also kind of followed me around. I won't say like they haven't followed me everywhere that I've been, but I have seen a lot of different things. So that was that incident, the first incident in that room in the basement. So not long after that, I had another incident, which this is almost one I forget. I almost forgot about it, but I remembered it a few weeks ago. And so now I'm down in that room. It's not nighttime. Well, it's nighttime, but it's not like I'm sleeping or anything like that. I was down there with uh, the girlfriend I had at that time, and we were watching a movie, just chilling, whatever. And what's really weird about it is the movie I was watching was The Fourth Kind. I liked that movie. I still do weird movie but so anyway the lights are off it's probably like nine o'clock at night we're just hanging out watching the fourth kind or whatever like i said there's no windows there's no moonlight coming in it's just dark and you just have the tv screen so over to my left like in the in the corner in the corner by the ceiling like way up high i was hearing and my girlfriend was too this like scratching noise, you know, like it would scratch, scratch, scratch. And I'd be like, what the heck is that? You know, look up there. I'm not seeing anything. It stopped. 
I'd hear this scratch, 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 look up there, nothing's going on. Eventually, I turn the, the light on, pause the movie. I'm like, all right, what's going on, you know? I get up there, I'm climb on top of my dresser, looking around, I'm not seeing anything. There's nothing behind the dresser. I'm like, wow, that's weird. On my dresser, there's, I had a whole bunch of stuff on there, but the one thing that I guess is memorable here is I had this... uh this big stack of CDs, you know, you buy like uh CDRs and they come in a, a case of a hundred and they're on that, like that shaft thing yeah, or whatever. So I had this big stack of CDs just full of like sounds for like my music or whatever. And it was just sitting on there. So I shut the light off, whatever. All that scratching was going on. Boom. I hear a scratch again, turn the light on, whatever, nothing there. Shut it off again. Play the movie. After a little while, eventually, I swear to God, something smacked the uh, them CDs off of my dresser, and CDs just went everywhere. And it's not like it was hanging on the edge of my dresser. It was literally like back towards the wall, everything like that. So CDs go everywhere, and we're both just like, what is going on? Turn the light on. At this point, I, I just shut the movie off. I'm like, all right, we're going upstairs. We go upstairs and uh, we just hung out upstairs the rest of the night. I try to tell people, you know, I'm like, okay, last night, you know, I heard this scratching and then something smacked my CDs off of my dresser. They're like, oh, I don't know, you know, could have been anything. Maybe you're just hearing stuff. Maybe you had it just hanging on the edge of the dresser. It just fell. No, I swear to God, something slapped the CDs off of the dresser like it was mad here is one of the only one where I didn't see something. I, I I wish I was lucky enough to be able to see whatever it was that slapped the CDs. Cause I'd have been like, you know, that's my CDs. Don't slap my CDs either way. Um, yeah. Slaps the CDs or whatever CDs go everywhere. My girlfriend's freaked out now, you know, she's like, Oh my God, I don't like being in your room down there. I mean, I don't blame you, but whatever. So anyways, that goes on a few, a few other small things happen, you know, nothing too major in that house for that period of time right there. But I'm like one time, nah, I won't even get into that, but so that girl that I was, well, it's just like, it's something that if I can't really prove it, you know, I don't know what happened. Like, uh, one of these, one of these nights. Okay, so out back behind the house, I had this like shed, and uh, you know it had paneling, insulation, electricity, and that's where I made all my music. You know, so I'd be able to go out there, escape everyone, just go make music in my free time, and it was my spot. Anyways, later on in life or whatever. Like, I think it was winter time, actually. In the winter time, I didn't spend too much time out there. It's too cold. And I'd put a heater out there sometimes. But this night, um, I definitely didn't wasn't out there. But I had a buddy over. We were hanging out, whatever. And uh, my stepdad, his name is, well, I'll say my stepdad. Either way. So he would go out to the shed sometimes and read. Like that, that's a good place to go, get away from all the noise and everything. So he'd go out there and read either way. So anyways, I'm looking for my stepdad. Have you seen, do you know where he went? Do you know where he went? No one knows where he went. So I'm like, oh, you must be out in that shed. So I go out there, the door's locked. So I'm shaking the handle. I'm like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Da, da, da. You know, I need your help with this. And I hear, I hear what I think is him rustling around in there. You know, like stuff moving, but he's not saying anything. So I'm like, okay, you know, like, I guess I'm going to go get the key and unlock it. So I went back inside. I had my key, come back outside, went to go unlock it. And the door is wide open now. No one's in there. Lights are off. I'm like, what? You know, like what's going on? So I go back inside to put my key away. And in my littlest brother's room, what used to be my room that was all I go knock on that door and out comes my stepdad 
He's like, hey, what's going on? I was like, were you just out there in the shed? He's like, uh, no, I've been in here. I was taking a nap, you know, or whatever. So I'm like, what is going on? So like that, like there's no way to prove I didn't, you know, I didn't see anything. I don't know what it was. Yeah. The door was locked. I heard something in there rustling around. No one responded to me, though. The door was locked. Like I said, I go back out there to unlock the door. The door is wide open. So that that tripped me out, but I don't I don't know what that was. So anyways, that that's kind of what happened at that house. Now it's uh the girl I'm still dating. She she was uh two grades below me and she's graduating high school and uh she's about to go to college. I'm about to go to college. We decide for some reason to move from Michigan to North Carolina. So sound like a cool adventure. We uh packed up, moved to Raleigh school, north side of Raleigh. She went to uh NC State. And we're living in this apartment down there. And my dog came with me too, Juice. So we're down there or whatever, living in this little apartment. And this place, I've seen a lot of things happen in this apartment. But like so much stuff that I can't remember all of it. So I only like kept up with the stuff that I really remember. Anyways, so we have this little one bedroom apartment and... Um, it'd be kind of the same thing, you know, I'd be sleeping. And, uh, so I remember jolting and, you know, just like I did back at the home in Michigan, jolting awake and, uh, feeling like something was there, like something is in my room or something like that. So, and my eyes were like locked on the doorway into the room and I see like a head like creeping past the uh the door jam but like only the head you know and it was real fast like it would like peek in go back and hide peek in go back and hide but i couldn't see the whole face i could tell it was a guy but he would like i said peek in hide peek in and hide so after i've seen it a few times you know i freak out you know i jump up you know turn a light on i'm like oh my god someone's in here Of course, there's nobody in the apartment. So at this point, like, this is the same girl that I was dating when uh, whatever it was decided to throw them CDs all over the place. I mean, she seen that happen, but she's starting to be like, oh, I think you're just seeing stuff. You know, you're just seeing stuff. I'm like, no, I swear to God, there was somebody last night peeking his head in past the door jam, looking at us, then hiding looking at us and hiding. When I turned the light on, it was gone. So, I don't know. She's probably thinking I'm crazy or whatever because the way I wake up like that, I jump up in the bed, you know, yelling, flipping the light on. She thinks I'm nuts. Anyways, so that happens in this apartment. So, I'm like, wow, this is weird, you know? Like, I just seen all this stuff back at back in Michigan. Now, I just seen something here in this apartment. And this apartment was, you know, not in the best neighborhood either. So it kind of tripped me out. Anyways, that's something small. Then uh, a little bit later on, you know, maybe a couple weeks or something, the same thing happens. But when I wake up, my eyes are focused in the doorway and there's this woman standing there. But she's like... Uh, she's like whitish, clearish, you know, like I said, I, so I felt like she was a good spirit, but she was like whitish, clearish. And she had like this, uh, this short white curly hair and glasses. Like she looked older, maybe like, it looked like she was in her sixties or seventies, but white curly hair had glasses on. And she had, uh, I can't tell if it was like, it wasn't like a dress, but sounds weird but you know how like if you work in a restaurant or something they wear like those aprons yeah yeah so she was wearing like this white apron thing and she's standing in the doorway now she's not peeking around she's just standing there so i wake up and i see this woman and once again like when when you first wake up and you see this stuff 
like if you can see the features of them, your first instinct is there's somebody in my house. There's somebody here. So, of course, I think that there's somebody in my apartment. I'm like, oh, my God, jump up, put the light on. I'm going to catch this lady or whatever. But no, there's no no one there. Once again, I tell my girl, I'm like, she's like, what are you doing? What happened? What happened? I tell her, like, there was this woman here. There's this lady. She was standing right here. I told her everything, like how she looked. She was whitish, clear. It's almost like uh, like her image was in grayscale. You know, like it didn't have any colors. Okay. But it was, it was like, like I said, whitish, you know, it wasn't dark. It's not like she had this dark aura about her. So I feel like maybe, I don't know, she was like trapped there, not even trapped in the apartment or anything like that. She's just trapped in her own plane of existence or whatever. And she hasn't moved on. And I don't know why she was in our apartment. Like I said, I never seen her again in that apartment. I've seen other things, but not her. So, but I feel, like I said, I feel like she was a good entity, but I caught her. You know, like she, maybe, maybe they want to, like, look at the living or they're jealous of the living or something like that. But she was just watching us, you know, sleep or whatever. And then I caught her. And then she disappeared. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Either way, at that point, like I said, my girl, she probably thinks I'm nuts. You know, I'm telling her, like, dude, I'm afraid to sleep. I'm afraid to go to sleep. I know I'm going to see some more stuff. You know, and she's like, oh, I think you're just, you like your mind's playing tricks on you or whatever, you know, all that kind of stuff. But no, I believed in it. Like, I really believed it. I was like, no, these, like, I'm able to see these ghosts. And I asked other people, like, in the apartments next to me, because I was I was friends with everyone, but I'd be like, have you ever seen anything in these apartments, you know? And they, oh, what do you mean? Have you ever seen, like, like a ghost, you know? And they're, no, I never seen nothing, never felt nothing like that. So I'm always wondering, like, why, why was I seeing all this? So either way, this, this is, uh, this goes on to one of, this is probably the second scariest thing that happened. Other than that, that one man that was in all black, this is probably the second scariest thing is, uh, let's see. Well, I'll say this first, my dog juice. This is why it's important. So we go home for Christmas and, uh, she goes, sees her family, you know, I'm hanging out with my family and my dog, she's back in her normal house or whatever. She's a good dog. And, uh, so I was like, Hey, can you guys watch my dog? I'm going to go see my buddy. So I drove into town, went and was hanging out with my buddy and, uh, my mom's calling. She's like, Hey, texting me. Hey, call me back, please call me back. So I call her back. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, somebody shot juice. And I was like, Oh my God, what do you mean? Is she okay? She's like, yeah, she's, she's okay. She's limping around, but somebody shot her in the legs. She has a bullet hole. So I'm like, oh my God, tripping out. And I drive back home. Sure enough, she's got this hole in her leg and she's whining. She can't walk. She's bleeding everywhere. And like, this is my baby for real, like my dog. And I've had her since I was like 16. By now I'm like 20, some, maybe 21, 22, either way. So I'm like, oh, we got to take her to the vet, take her to the vet. So anyways, drive up, take her to the vet. and the vet is talking about where her bullet hole is. There's not much we can do about it. We can't really, they literally told me that they could not stitch it up because it's in such a, a awkward spot on her leg. Really? They can't stitch it up. Yeah. So they gave me some diapers to put on my dog to catch the blood. So, I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy, you know? So I knew, I was like, I, I don't think she's going to make it through this or whatever. So we go back home and I stayed up all night with her. She's crying, you know, huffing, trying to breathe. And uh, I wake up in the morning, sure enough, she didn't make it. It was the saddest thing in the world, boy. But anyways, so I buried Juice out in the backyard at that house. 
and Michigan. All over Christmas break, this happened. So now Christmas is over. We're driving back to North Carolina and uh, the juice ain't coming with us. It was sad. Either way. So we get back to North Carolina and uh, we're there for a few months or whatever. And uh, I think we decided like, you know what, like this whole living eight, 10 hours away kind of sucks. So we both talked about it and we both wanted to move back to Michigan. So she wanted to transfer from NC state to Michigan state. I was going to transfer to a school in Detroit. So that's cool. Either way, before we left though, one more incident happened and this one, I don't know this. I don't even know. It's hard to explain like what I saw, but so I told you whenever I see these things and I wake up, it's not like I just, Oh, mosey awake. No, I'm alert. A hundred percent alert. So sleeping one night and, uh, boom, I wake up and standing over my girlfriend now, not over me standing over my girlfriend is this, what I think is a demon. It was, uh, it didn't have a black blackness about it, a whiteness about it, nothing. It was, it was in color and it was, it reminded me of, uh, Gollum from the Lord of the Rings, like Gollum, but the knees went backwards. Like instead of, you know, how human knees are, the knees were backwards. And it was like, I guess not standing, crouching over her, you know, and its face was so close to her face. And I don't know, it had, it looked, like I said, it looked like Gollum. It had no hair though, had no clothes on. It was skin, like old grayish skin. The knees went backwards and it was just staring at her. So, oh, I freaked out that time for real. Jumped up, flipped the light on. Of course, it's not there. And she's, oh, what, what's going on? What's going on? I told her, like, I seen something standing over you. Like, it wasn't a person, though. It was like a thing. You know, it was like, uh, I, I, I didn't know how to explain it. You know, I still, I can't even, like, what's in my head, I don't even know how to explain what I seen, like, in words. It was just not not human but kind of looked like it had human skin and a human face but just like all twisted and i don't know like the oh, arms were real long i think if this thing was all the way standing up it would, might be like all the way standing up might be three and a half maybe four feet tops tall like it was small and it was, like I said, crouched over. And the knees, like I said, went backwards. I don't understand. Yeah, it's interesting. But I mean, do you think that was a physical creature? Do you think that was a more ghostly, demonic thing? I think it was. I don't think it was physical at all. I think, it, oh, yeah, if it was physical, I, I think she would have, you know, because I didn't feel like the weight of it standing on the bed or anything like that. So I think it was more of like a, a demonic thing. And it, like I said, it was standing over her, which kind of tripped me out because like, like I believe in, I believe in the Bible, believe in God, you know, been saved and baptized when I was young. I mean, I won't say I'm a frequent churchgoer. I won't say that at all, but this girl, she was in like complete atheist, you know, and was, I don't know, kind of had some weird friends like almost like witchy friends, you know, thought they were like, I don't know. But she was like kind of that kind of crowd. And I always thought it was weird that it was standing over her, not me, because I'm the one who sees all this stuff. You know, I've seen all these different ghosts and entities or whatever they are. I wake up and I see this and it's standing over her. So that, I don't know. That thing really, uh, made me think like maybe it's something that had to do with her, you know, I'll find out later on in life though. I don't think it was, I don't, I think it had to do more with just me being aware. So either way, that's, that's what I think was a demon. I think it was like a evil demon thing. The first one I seen that was clear 
my idea was like, I think that might've been an angel. The other ones, the lady and, uh, that man and all black standing over me. I think that was a ghost. And I think this thing was a demon. So I don't know if it followed her. I don't know anything about it, any of that, but all I know is I wasn't trying to be a part of it, you know? So anyways, so we're in North Carolina at that time. We're getting ready to move back, pack up all of our stuff or whatever. We moved back. Well, I'll say I drove all the stuff back in this U-Haul. And as soon as we got back, like me and her, like literally just split up. Like things were not working, you know, we just split up. Anyways, so I moved back. Like I said, I enroll in this other college and I'm staying at my mom's house again, that same house. And I'm back in that room in the basement. So I went, anyways, I'm uh, sleeping one night and uh, I jolt awake. There's nothing there though. But it's what, what trips me out is the sound. All I could hear was, uh, a dog panting you know like panting like it's hot like it needs some water and it was right over right next to me where juice slept every day so i'm pretty positive that that was juice that's why i was mentioning juice earlier is because i'm pretty positive like she came back or is there or something like that but i could hear her panting you know, she was laying there. I could feel her like moving, you know, trying to catch her breath. So I hear juice and I'm like, oh my God, like telling everyone, like, I swear to God, I heard juice last night. She was in my room and she was panting like she, like she needed some water or something like that. And other people have told me like, oh, I, I think it was juice. You know, I've had my dog that passed, you know, I've, heard my dog or I've seen my dog stuff like that so that was back in that same house and uh juice we don't live in that house anymore but she's buried there so I think it makes sense that that was her anyways so that happens eventually I decide to uh move to Denver so my little brother is moving too. My cousin owns a company out there where was going to go work for her. So me and my little brother pack up, moved to Denver. I lived in Denver for a year and found out it's crazy expensive. Like, I remember paying $1,400 in rent for like 600 square foot, one bedroom apartment. Like, that's crazy. I lived out there a year. Not one thing happened. You know, I met this girl out there. And, uh, we moved in together into that apartment or whatever, and not one thing happened. I thought that was kind of strange, you know, like, how have I not seen anything? Nope, nothing. And, uh, eventually yeah, it's too expensive out in Denver. And I, the girl is from Florida. So I was like, okay, well, this is too expensive. We should, uh, probably just do something different. So, we decide to move to Michigan, which was stupid because it's cold here. Anyways, <laughs> so we moved back back to Michigan now, and she comes with me. She's never been to Michigan. She finds out, yeah, it's cold. And we're there literally, I think I was here for about a week. I went and got my old job back, started work. Maybe a week of us being here and it being, because we moved here in January, or right around Christmas. So yeah, it's freezing. And after about a week, I'm like, we should just move to Florida. You know, that sounds nice there. And she's like, Oh, if, if that's what you want to do. I was like, if you want to, I mean, that's, that's your family down there. If you want to go down there, I'd be down because I can see myself sitting on the beach, all that. So we're in Michigan now a couple months and we're in a completely different house because uh, my mom moved, got a new house. Now she lives across the street from my grandma's house, which is, uh, it's, it's got a weird story about my grandma's house. Anyways, I don't know if I believe it, but my grandpa 
back in the day told me that it used to be a funeral home. And it's a real old house. It's kind of creeped you out. But anyways, we live across the street from her and uh, haven't seen nothing. You know, didn't see anything the couple months I was in Michigan. Eventually, we moved to Florida. We got a little small house down there. But what's weird is now I think that, like, my work schedule made me not be able to see a lot of things. So, yeah, I was living in Florida, but Monday through Saturday, sometimes Sunday, we drove our company that I worked for drove two hours, two and a half hours north to Georgia. And I worked in Georgia all week long, stayed in a hotel. So that sucked. But I mean, in a hotel, like what's, what can happen? Nothing. Didn't see anything. Eventually things didn't work out in Florida as they, as they seem to go. But I was like, all right, I'm moving back to Michigan. You know, so moved back to Michigan. Now I'm living in this house across from my grandma's, right? And got this room downstairs. And this is, I'll say, I guess, one of the last things that happened and still probably the strangest was, okay, so I'm asleep in this room downstairs. There's an upper level too where everyone else sleeps, but I'm asleep. I wake up, jolt awake again. And there's this light floating above me, like kind of like where your heart is, but like a foot and a half above me. And it's such a bright light, like it illuminates my whole room. It's a bluish, whitish light. The whole room is lit up. And so like, I think the light is what made me wake up because it was so bright in there. You know, so I see this light kind of like, I don't know, maybe golf ball size, maybe tennis ball size, just floating there. And so I try to reach out and grab it, and it shoots up straight up through the ceiling and is gone. And my room's dark again. And that's probably the strangest thing that happened. Because now I'm thinking, okay, was that an angel? If that was an angel, what was that first entity I've seen then that was clear? Because I felt like that was an angel. So if that's an angel, then what is this light I just seen? And what really makes it strange is my youngest brother, he lives in this house too. And he told me that he's seen a light too, like an orb. And I asked him, like, what color is the light? You know, just joking around. I was like, whoa, is it green? He said, no, it's bluish, whitish light. He said it literally was there it lit up his whole room and then boom it was just gone so i think i think that i'm in tune with this stuff like i can see it because i I think i'm eager to see it i mean i don't know if something wanted to pop up yeah it scares me but i'm still like i want to i don't know i'm kind of interested in it i want to know what's going on so if a ghost came in my room tonight i'd be like whoa that's crazy i'm not gonna hope it doesn't happen again. No, I hope I see another one. It's kind of cool. But I think it's weird that my littlest brother, he sees stuff too. Like in his room upstairs, he's talking about, he hears this laughing coming from his closet, which that trips me out already. He says it sounds like a little kid laughing in his closet. So I haven't heard no, no laughing, none of that. All I've seen is that light. And, uh, other, other weird things, you know, like that don't even make sense. Like, uh, not long ago, maybe a month or two, maybe three months ago, woke up and I've seen this huge spider on the ceiling. I'm talking about like, like two feet, two and a half feet. It was a huge spider just crawling on my ceiling. So yeah, that I don't want to see. I'm good on that. I can see a ghost, but I'm not trying to see like a spider like that. Cause I thought it was real. Yeah. But <laughs> other than that, other than that, Tony, that's kind of the stories that I have that I've seen. And, uh, since that light, I haven't really seen anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been kind of calm. Yeah. You, you've seen a lot of different stuff, man. And it seems like it's just really stemmed throughout your entire life. 
Do you think that you're just somebody that happens to have an ability to see this stuff? Or do you think that this stuff is like intentionally targeting you and showing themselves to you? That's a, a weird question because I mean, part of me feels like certain things were targeted, certain things, other things I don't think were. So I think that that light was targeted, you know, like it was floating right above me. I think that targeted me. And I think that the demonic thing that was standing over my girlfriend, I think that was targeting her. Other than that, everything else, I think it was just there and I was able to see it, you know? And I think that they, if they realize that I can see it, like they're like, Oh crap. And they disappear, you know, like they're not supposed to be seen or they don't want to be seen or something like that. But I don't think that any of the other ones were targeted. I think they're just there. I think everywhere, you know, in everyone's house could be in your house one day. It could be three streets over the next day. I think they just travel. I don't know. I don't think there's no specific person that they're trying to go after. I think they're just trapped. You know, maybe they just come into my house this night to see like what's going on in this house. And then I wake up, I see it and they're like, Oh, how did he see me? And they disappear. So I think it has to do with like energy. You know, everything is energy. Like our soul is energy, our spirit or whatever, our, the way that we think in our brain, it's all brain waves. It's all energy. So I think it has to do with that. Like their energy is still here. And, uh, we can't see them because like, I don't how do I say this? Like we have human bodies, you know, like physical bodies. We have eyeballs to be able to see and our eyeballs can only see this spectrum of light and colors and, but we can't see what's beyond that because we're human. That's like hearing, you know, Tony, that you can only hear from 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. But what else is going on at 40,000 hertz that we can't necessarily hear because we have human ears? So I think it's there. But since we're human, we can't really perceive it. And some people can for some reason. And I think that the times where I've seen things like that, it's because, like, uh, my body is kind of shut off at that point, you know? And if I'm asleep, my body shut off and my energy is, there's people who say they can astral project and that's an energy of some sort. If they really can, who am I to doubt them? But if they can astral project, then it's gotta be energy. So I think that all of these entities or whatever, it's just energy. It's all, it's here. It's all around us. We can't see them because we're human. That's how I feel. Well, you can. I say I can't, but you can. Well, I think I think maybe you could. I think people can, but we're just, you know, like if if I've seen things like this, I'm going to be aware of it. Like I don't know how to explain that to you. Like I'm aware. Like I know that I might see this or i might pay more attention to that and if you've never seen anything then you don't know kind of like what to look for or what to pay attention to maybe things have been right in front of your face but you don't know i don't know yeah i think that's a common thing that things are right in front of people they just don't know it um did you ever think about next time you see something like this, not reacting to it and just observing it from trying to be discreetly observing it to see if it actually goes away or not? Um, I mean, the first time that I seen something, I was so terrified. That's all I did was observe. I didn't, I wouldn't move. I was so scared that I couldn't move anything. I just watched it. The light that I seen, I wasn't really scared. You know, it was floating above me. I wasn't really scared. I was more interested. Like, what is this? So I reached out for it. So, yeah, if I if I see something else, I mean, it depends. You know, I just, like I said, I feel like I seen a spider not long ago and that, no, I'm, I ran out of the room. I'm not observing that. 
But if I see something else, yeah. If I see another entity, I, I don't know. Me personally, I, th- I think it'd be interesting to try to have a conversation. I don't know how well it would work, but... Well, I mean, you seem like the kind of guy that's going to experiment if you can. So if you ever do have the chance to do something like that, I, I would like to hear if you were successful. Yeah. if Like I said, if I see something, my first instinct, I might be kind of freaked out, but I'll, I could try, you know, but it, I think it's all kind of like luck. I can't go try to see something tonight. It just kind of happens, you know? Yeah. I mean... You're not the spirit summoner. You're just the uh, the spirit observer. So yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. So yeah, like I said, if something were to happen again tonight, like I would probably like welcome it. You know, like that's okay. I know it's not going to be. So I mean, nothing has hurt me. So I mean, I would welcome it in a way to just to kind of like try to understand it more. You know, but. Who who's to say I were to ever see anything again? It's I don't know. It's been months and months now. Yeah. Well, uh, the fact that you've seen so much throughout your life, then I would say that there's a, at least a good opportunity. More, you're you have a better chance than a lot of people to see something again. I, I would say that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think also though. I mean, right now I've I've got a real bad chance because I work night shifts, so. I don't know. I don't. The only time I could possibly be asleep during those hours is on the weekend. So it's, I don't know. I think it'd be tough to see something nowadays. And then also, I think, I, when I think about some of the stuff, like a lot of the things that I've seen were like in bad times in my life. When I was younger and I first seen the first thing, no, it's kind of a rough time in my life. Everything else like that that I've seen is always in a bad time in my life. Like things were going rough. So I think if things are going good, you know, and I'm mentally okay, like I think I have a less less of a chance of seeing something. But I guess things were going okay when I seen that light. I won't say they were going great, but they were going okay. But I remember some one of your episodes on here, I heard somebody say that and it kind of clicked for me, you know, like when I, when I seen this, it was a bad time in my life. So maybe, maybe it's like a, like I said, an energy thing, like you have a, a bad energy right now. So you're attracting this sort of energy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's definitely something that is, I would think, a possibility. Uh, and not, I, I don't think it's, it's so simple. Like you kind of, what you just said seems really simple, but, um, I, I think that th- things that are going on in your life, depending on what you have going on, do, uh, attract or even sometimes invite activity into your life. And so, um, I would say that I would agree with you on that statement. Um, but I'll tell you what, Wes, I appreciate you sharing your stories, man. It's been, it's been a good time. Yes, sir. Thank you, Tony. It's been awesome, man. Well, that's the show, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, please share the show with your friends. It's the best thing you can do to help the show grow is just share it with your friends anywhere and everywhere. And until next week, friends, stay safe, take care, and remember, the truth will set you free. But first, it'll piss you off. Bye. I get those goosebumps every time you come around, yeah. You ease my mind, you make everything feel fine. Worry about those comments, I'm way too numb, yeah. This way too dumb, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time I need that heartbeat Throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time, yeah When you're not around, baby Throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time, yeah 713 281, yeah, I'm riding Why they on me? Why they on me? I'm flying yeah, Sipping low-key I'm sipping low-key and I'm I get those goosebumps every time You come around, yeah You ease my mind, you make everything feel fine Worry about those comments I'm way too numb, yeah This way too dumb, yeah I get those goosebumps every time
up right beside you Pop style on Mariah Hill When I text a cute game wildness Throw a stack on the Bible Never Snapchat or took Molly She fought through plenty Her and all her guineas Yeah We at the top floor Right there off through Henny Yeah Oh no I can't fuck with y'all Yeah When I'm with my squad I cannot do no wrong Yeah Saucing in the city Don't get missing from Yeah They gon' pull up on you brr, brr, brr. Don't do some things, some things you can't relate Yeah, cause we from a place, a place you cannot stay Oh, you can't go, oh, I don't know Oh, back the fuck up I get those goosebumps every time You come around 